Hi, welcome to Arcade Cuties. My name is Bay. And I'm Cody. And we have a guest today. If you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ed or I geeked out. E. Thank you for, for speaking with us today, Ed. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into our topic? Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, so yeah, so I'm Ed, or I Geeked Out. Uh, I'm a queer Mexican digital creator. I primarily stream on Twitch. Uh, I also do some K-pop related content over Ooh. on YouTube and TikTok. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, y'all. Yeah. For sure. So today we're going to talk about Game Boy games, DS games. We're going to talk all about handheld consoles because we all have a ton of experience with them. And so we'll talk a little bit about that, some of our favorite games, and what makes handheld consoles like kind of unique other than the fact that they're portable. Because <laughs> I, I don't know about y'all, but for me, it feels like I am much more likely to get invested into a handheld game and I, I don't know if that's because it's literally like a couple of inches from my face or what but it's easier for me to like laser focus on a on a handheld console no i'm the same way 100 percent. same here yeah i think it's also like when you're playing it you're not like stuck anywhere you know what i mean mm. i'm like i want to lie in my bed i want to sit on the couch i want to yeah. commute with it and it's not just like oh my god my desk chair i'm sitting like a shrimp and i have to keep playing this pc game <laughs> yeah i know cody you had mentioned that like you used handhelds a lot for like your daily commutes and stuff mm -hmm. what was some of y'all's first experiences with handheld consoles oh man well my first system was like the game boy color and I mostly played handheld systems growing up. Like my brother and I would share like the home consoles, but cause I commuted to school on the subway every day, like from elementary through high school. Cause I live in New York. So Fire Emblem, like my favorite games ever. The first one I played was uh, Fire Emblem seven on the Game Boy Advance in like 2003. And I definitely mm -hmm. played the hell out of that. Game and Watch Gallery three was my first ever game on the Game Boy Color. What is that? Is that <laughs> The, like the smash brothers character um so i mean it's like the original game and watch games which were like mm. really old and they like remastered collections of them on the game boy color and like i also had gallery four on the game boy advance oh okay it's very niche i don't know where my parents found them to be honest it was like what they got <laughs> me like when i turned five they got me a game boy color with game and watch gallery three like before GameStop was a thing, I don't remember where video games came from. We used to have like a like a game rhino, as I think what what our store was called. Oh. And then there was EB Games, which I don't even know if that exists anymore. It doesn't. It games. doesn't. EB Games, man. Rest in peace. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in Canada, right? I, I think it is. I was trying yeah. to think of that. We'll have to see. We'll have to bug Nyrene and see if they have one nearby. <laughs> yeah, our Canadian isn't here to, to check. <laughs> uh, how about you, Ed? Yeah, so my first console was the Game Boy Color as well. I remember getting it for Christmas. Yes. Uh, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember my, it was so it was my first console, and I remember also getting uh, Pokemon Yellow for Christmas, and I literally played that game like so long like i still have my game boy color with me like i saved all my handheld consoles because that's really what i grew up on like just like every everything nintendo like the game boy uh, advance sp the ds like just everything so 
Pokemon and Nintendo just have a special place in my heart. And like, I feel like that's why sometimes like my, my like choice in games are so like different or I guess not different, but like they sort of lean towards like, like the kiddier side or like the more fun side. Because I know like we Mm. were talking about games earlier and I had no idea (laughs) what games y'all were talking about. And I was like, (laughs) here I am sitting like, I don't know. Cause I grew up like on like Pokemon, Mario, like rocket power. Oh, I love (laughs) rocket power. All those like very like campy games. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's like, that's what I grew up on. And like, I don't know. That's why when, that's why I always find it so like, I always feel so weird talking about like games because like I just think about like six year old me playing like the Dalmatians <laughs> game on the Game Boy Color or something. I mean, I think that's like part of it because there were so many like licensed games on handhelds, like the Game uh-huh. Boy Advance and everything. I think it was more approachable for you know parents or guardians to like recognize properties and be like more comfortable with buying those games for their kids because. Yeah. We watched Shrek 2 in theaters, so Shrek 2, the Game Boy Advance game, is probably <laughs> fine. Right, yeah. So <laughs> uh, They need to bring those games back. I need those games. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's still a lot of licensed games. <laughs> they're just, they're not good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'd be better if they were on a portable console. Right. I miss, sure. I miss purely portable <laughs> systems so bad. Yeah. Like, I love the Switch, but it's not the same. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've tried to play my Switch like on an airplane before, and I can maybe do like thirty minutes before I start to get like self conscious about is anybody watching me play Pokemon right now? Like I can't. <laughs> oh my god! I but think like when I see someone playing like their Switch on the subway or like in an airport or something, I get really excited and I try to peek and see what game they're playing. So you can make <laughs> somebody's too. day. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. that's so funny because like. I, I'm someone that plays like my switch on like on the plane or the airport and I've never mm. really been self-conscious about it like I'm a very I'm an introvert so like I'm usually like very self-aware of what I do but like I never thought about like having people looking at me play my video games like in public I guess I've, I've just done it for so long <laughs> mm. that was definitely a thing that like I dealt with riding the school bus in the mornings mm-hmm. whenever I had like my first console that lit up which was the the game boy micro yes mm, yeah. and you would have just like a ton of people like peering over your shoulder and it's like with the game boy micro that thing is maybe four <laughs> inches long yeah the screen so. is like a few centimeters <laughs> yeah so like i don't know that, that that like overcrowding i guess and like people trying to take my console while it was playing it like oh give me a turn like oh I god that, oh god yeah <laughs> that that has uh built some anxiety in me <laughs> i'm jealous that's I don't fair the micro oh the micro is awesome it was so cool <laughs> i i loved it because it had the little face plates that you could swap out uh-huh yeah i had my flame decal one very cool yeah <laughs> was it the, was it the red or the blue flame <laughs> i had the red flames <laughs> okay 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 see i had the blue one and i felt very cool with that i mean that's even cooler yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we got the micros for christmas one year and it was interesting because i hopped from my cousins had game boy color um Mm -hmm. and they had like looney tunes and a couple of games for that my first handheld was probably the the first game boy advance because i had like the little indigo one 
I didn't get an SP, so you know I had to deal with all the like attachments that come with the yes, like the worm light. Do you have a worm yeah, light? Yeah, I had a worm light. <laughs> yeah, I had a worm light that uh, my mom was like, "Turn that off." Whenever it was like at night and we were driving. <laughs> oh my god, no, that happened to me too. <laughs> and so it went from that to getting the Game Boy Micro, which was like so much smaller. Um, it wasn't backwards compatible, but like the fact that I could, it, it had like multiple levels of brightness that you could play with and stuff. And so I remember spending a lot of time playing the first Batman Begins, the, the Christian Bale one. Oh my God. Um, I played that one. But for the most part, like, yeah, all of my Nintendo stuff was pretty much Pokemon. Like mm-hmm. I had Leaf Green for for the advance. Um, that's where I got my first shiny. It was a, a Weedle. Ooh. And I wish I still had that that copy. I went through one of those phases where I like sold all my handheld stuff no. to get new oh, games. No. <laughs> um, so now as an adult, I'm like slowly trying to collect that. I, I put a ton of hours into Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I got a regular DS and then I didn't get a 3DS until I was like in college, I think. And then in high school, I had like a, a PSP phase because it seemed edgier and <laughs> And cooler, <laughs> and I could play WWE on it and, and let it load for like five minutes at a time. <laughs> I feel I love my PSP. I feel like I'm the only person I know who liked the PSP Go. Anyone? <laughs> I didn't get to mess with that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I remember my brother having a PSP, but like he would never let me like play it. So I just I, like I just visually like remember him having it and like me wanting to play it, and that's it. Never getting a chance. <laughs> forbidden my friend (laughs) gave me his old one it was like the white one with the darth vader background like half the buttons didn't work on it hell yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah weirdly my dad do you remember when sony was trying to get into like cell phones a little bit kind of my dad broke his phone i think he had like an lg chocolate or something (gasps) oh my god i had the chocolate best phone ever and so they sent him home with like a temporary replacement and it was the Sony, it was essentially like a cell phone and a PSP. So you would like slide the screen up and then there were uh, like touch pads that, that you would use instead of the joysticks. And it came like preloaded with one of the Madden games. But, you know, my dad, he mm. didn't like, my dad has terrible vision um, and like can't pay attention to most games. So... He never used he never used the like PSP part of it. And so I was like, you're ruining, you're wasting this opportunity, Dad. <laughs> it's like the reverse of like uh of those movies where it's like, you're wasting your dream. It's like, no, Dad. <laughs> I'm wasting your dream. <laughs> reverse like. I think I'm like looking at the phone. It looks cool. I don't remember seeing this at the time but it's so wild i don't think it had a very long sale life i i don't remember how long oh i remember this that. thing i remember the nokia one that's the one like i like vividly remember but not the sony one i don't know if y'all i remember wanted that. it so bad <laughs> it has like laura croft right here on this picture on ebay that i'm looking at. oh yes <laughs> yes my queen <laughs> I, I want one now, actually. I'm looking at it. Yeah, I feel like that'd be fun to like <laughs> just test it out. I've lost. I've totally lost my train of thought. 
It's gone. Yeah, same. I can't stop thinking about the Xperia play. <laughs> <laughs> Let me order one right now. <laughs> yeah, this episode is now about the Sony Xperia Play phone. <laughs> that is that is one of the things that like because I don't think you would have had to like download games. I don't think it ran off of the the cartridges. I mean, because the PSP had an online store, and like the PSP Go was all digital, which was one of the fun things about it. Hmm. How did y'all carry your games when you were working with the portable? Like, like if I had extra games with me or like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you were going on a road trip and you had to, to pack like a ton of games, what would you keep them in? Ooh, okay. I, <laughs> can I start? Because I he was Please, so I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I was so obnoxious with this. Okay, so one of my very first cases I remember, it was from my Game Boy Color. I remember, go- I remember going to Toys R Us. Uh, with my mom and i remember seeing this like silver this is at the time uh pokemon silver had just come out so i mm. remember like this case is like silver and like almost like hollow but um it had lugia right in the front i was like i need this mom please let me get this so, like <laughs> <laughs> she had to get it because i wouldn't like otherwise i would just like start crying <laughs> like i was just wrecked. <laughs> same <laughs> don't worry <laughs> so she ended up getting getting it for me i don't know if i still have it I, I might have thrown it away but i remember i would put my game boy color in there and then like i would stuff like it, like it would only fit for like the game boy color but i would also like su- uh, stuff in like the game cartridges in there <laughs> mm-hmm. so i used that and then i remember this one i still have i remember i think we were at sears and at the time my older brother had just gotten like his first job so he was being mm-hmm. really nice and uh like buying us things uh, with his first paycheck and i remember it's like this like metal like almost like briefcase looking <laughs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing because i'm like it's literally in the drawer next to me <laughs> but like <laughs> like why would i want that but like you could fit your game boy color your uh game boy advance sp and like you had all like all this space for games and like your chargers like i remember it being so expensive and like crying like asking my brother to buy it for me <laughs> in sears like oh like, sears i'm like turning red just because i'm so embarrassed because <laughs> like i'm thinking like i was such a brat when it came because like why did i need all these cases <laughs> I only just needed one, but uh, I like <laughs> I just I needed my cases to look good. But you know what the funny thing is that like at, there was points where like I would just forget about my cases and just like whenever we would like go on road trips and stuff, I would just have my um I would just hold my Game Boy and then like the games would be like in my book bag or something. <laughs> and I remember this one time I'll never forget because my mom yelled at me. It was storming and we were trying to run into the we were we were we were leaving uh, for a road trip <laughs> and so we were gonna run into the car <laughs> and I remember dropping my <gasps> Game Boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I remember like the water just like <laughs> taking it away and it was on the floor. Thankfully it didn't. <laughs> like, I remember just crying. So, like, it's like my that game scene boy. From it. You're yeah. just chasing it down the street. Yeah, Pennywise <laughs> wanted my game. <laughs> He was getting bored down there. <laughs> I like. I just remember getting in trouble because I was like, "Why do I? Why? Why do you have all these cases that you can't put them? In, can't put your Game Boy in there?" And I just remember that because I, that's when my like copy of uh, Pokemon Gold broke, and oh no, I was sad. Thankfully, the Game Boy still works, but rest in peace, Pokemon Gold. 
That's tragic. Pennywise is just down there like, we've got game sharks. (laughs) (laughs) You cheater. Uh, I'm like so embarrassed. (laughs) That's so funny. Now I had the, um, it's essentially, I have it right now. It looks like a fanny pack. Like it's got two Velcro straps where I guess is where your belt would go. And then the back compartment that opens, it has a zipper. Um, and then the front has a nice, another little, little Velcro guy here. Um, and then I guess you would just stick your games in here and hope that they don't fall out. I've had this thing for forever, but also like I was definitely one of those kids who had um, entirely too many pairs of like cargo shorts and stuff. And so like my pockets would just be filled with games pretty much. Just clacking mm-hmm. around full of Game Boy Advance <laughs> cartridges. <laughs> yeah, I think I also just like would shove the couple of games I wanted with me into the case, like into the soft case with my system mm-hmm. or like somewhere in my backpack or something but i feel like a lot of the time i would also just be like super focused on one game and i'd have like my one game in my game boy or whatever it was and then like maybe one other game just in my pocket like in my jeans mm-hmm. not thinking about safety or if i'm gonna break the cartridge i just uh, picture like my little brief get like why <laughs> That has, that has big, like, Seto Kaiba vibes. You're supposed to open that and it has, like, stacks of hundreds in it. Not like a DS. <laughs> like, why did I want this? Oh my god, it's so uh, big. Yeah, <laughs> like, I knew I was not gonna, like, I, yeah, even as a kid I was introverted. So, like, why would I think, like, I would carry this around in public? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's i want i want one <laughs> bring it to a job open it like it's a briefcase <laughs> it's an old like an original ds <laughs> that's so i'm like i'm like sweating <laughs> <laughs> what are your qualifications well you see i'm a gamer <laughs> i completed the pokedex in diamond version <laughs> here i can show you <laughs> right <laughs> That's so funny. I'm crying. (laughs) I love it. I have two younger siblings, right? So when we were in our Game Boy phases, we would all usually get like one or two games around Christmas time, right? Mm -hmm. And it was always the worst when your family members like vaguely knew about your interests, but then got them confused with your siblings. So like your brother might get the game that you actually want and he refuses to give it to you not because he (laughs) enjoys it but because you can't have it we had to deal with some of that sometimes i really miss the the packaging of game boy advance games yeah like yeah I, i love the little cardboard boxes especially like I feel like developers had more fun with them and would include like prizes. Like I got a Yu-Gi-Oh game that came with like three trading cards and it was Mm. super cool. And then they had like the, like the little, what are they called? The things that count, that count your steps. Oh, pedometer. Yeah. They have like the Pokemon pedometers. I remember that thing. Oh my God. (laughs) Like the accessories and the attachments for handheld consoles are so ridiculous, but I absolutely love them. Like, I love seeing, uh, especially the the original Game Boy, where you've got, like, the comfort grip and the magnifying screen. And oh, my God. The, I had a comfort grip for my advance. 
had like the white advance with like a white and gray like it was like a, it was like a whole back plate for it and it would like make it more ergonomic and i loved that thing with my worm light <laughs> and then the worm light would have like eventually get too straight and it wouldn't like go back in the twisty form yeah yeah, back backlit screens are definitely a revelation there. <laughs> not, I don't want to go back really. Right. It's like I could not, I could not imagine the benefit that would be. I do have many <laughs> memories of like you know hastily hiding under the covers with my Game Boy with mm-hmm. the like light, like ripping it off while my door was being opened or something, <laughs> pretending to be asleep. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I still remember. I like. I didn't often sneak my like games in bed because i honestly was just like tired um hmm. but uh do you guys did you guys ever play what was it starfy on the ds no what is that oh my god the so. legendary starfy <laughs> no y'all are missing out uh-huh. oh my god it's like a very kirby-esque really really cute character platformer it's so cute <laughs> it's it is it's it's so good. Everyone should play it. It's never too late. But I was like really addicted to it. And that was like the one time I got caught in bed with my DS. I still remember it. My mom came in and she she just looked at me and she was like, okay. And she held out her hand and I gave her the DS and I went to sleep. All the games actually called the legendary Starfy. I thought we were just saying Starfy was legendary. <laughs> Y'all know Starfy? He's legendary. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I... I still, to this day, like, I did it back then, too. But if I have my Switch or whatever and I'm in bed, I will get so absorbed with it that I will, mm-hmm. like, pull up my phone. And it's, like, 2 or 3 a.m. And it's like, I should stop playing. But also, <laughs> what if I just kept going? It's right. I mean, who's stopping you? You're an adult now. <laughs> <laughs> that was me with Animal Crossing, like, in 2020. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Animal Crossing days. Yeah. That's how I got introduced to your stuff is because I I saw all of your Animal Crossing content and I was like, this uh, is super <laughs> cool. <laughs> I need to go back to Animal Crossing. I know my villagers hate me. <laughs> <laughs> They're just shit talking you behind your back right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to get me evicted. Talking to Tom Nook. <laughs> I'm so sad. I got... I got the OLED switch and I didn't transfer my save data and I forgot about it until I loaded up the game and I was like, oh no, no. I have to restart. (laughs) It's tragic. I think the last Animal Crossing I was really into was New Leaf. I wanted to check that one out, but I just like, I missed that train. Yeah, I mean, I was into it like, you know, my freshman year of college when it was like out. I don't play it now, so... Mm -hmm. I think it also honestly had to do with like the the portable feel. Like I played GameCube one, New Leaf and New Horizons, but the one that got me the most was the one that was just like pure portable game. They're so addictive. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah, I, I feel like I missed out on the Animal Crossing train like cuz New Horizon was my first one. And I remember uh I bought uh New Leaf like cuz it was on sale at Best Buy way before. Like it was like a few months before New Horizons would come out, and I remember opening and playing it for like two hours, and then just never playing it again. <laughs> I know those villagers definitely hate me because I only opened, only played it for like two hours. 
<laughs> They're like, who's this person even think they are? <laughs> <laughs> right. Just like came in and like went into their house and never came back out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he just named the town and left. <laughs> I think I named it like Ooville or something. <laughs> <laughs> did that one have like a, a huge emphasis on collaboration and stuff? Because that was like Street Pass era of, of the DS. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. It always made me feel very special when I managed to somehow play a multiplayer game with my friends, like, <laughs> at school or, or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, we would have, you know, the little corners where you're trading Pokemon, and it's like, they're not, they're not fucking scam me. Like, I, know, I want that one that I can't get. Did y'all ever have to trade with, like, the cable, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Or what and about the, uh, the infrared things for, like, fire red and leaf green? Do you remember those? Uh-uh. I remember it, but I don't think it came with the with leaf green when I got it. Um, because I had to I had to keep using the the cord. Why did I have one of those? Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was always fun matching up with people that way. And then we were talking before we started recording, like the DS had that really cool feature. Um or the very first DS and the DS Lite had a feature where you would essentially create a lobby and someone who owned a game could share it with everybody who was around. I think most of them you could do up to like four players, but like my friend had um, the, the beautiful Joe fighting game, I think is what it was. And so you were able to share that game with your friends temporarily while you were all hanging out and play the same game. And so that was... That was really cool, and I feel like it was very accessible because, I mean, we've talked about how expensive games can be even back then. Like, I miss the brief period of time where people were getting over, like, Game Boy games, and so, like, stores would have essentially, like, huge grab buckets that you could just pick whatever, and you might get something good. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, now I'm buying Fire Emblem uh, for like 70 bucks. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. so wild. <laughs> Games are so expensive. <laughs> I went to a store recently. It was like a retro store. And I remember like, and they had like a bunch of like older games. And I was looking through like the Game Boy game, like... All these games were selling for like $60 used. I was like, mm, I'm good. <laughs> uh, that that always makes me angry at like conventions and stuff when people have, you know, usually Pokemon games for like several hundred dollars and it's yeah. like nobody's gonna buy this but you refuse to lower the price it's like, so nasty what are we doing here yeah retro game collectors Mm-mm. cody i want to know how you got your little ram hack. <laughs> i was wondering if you were gonna that. <laughs> i am um, and i have like a lot a lot of game boy advance games like a lot of them and i was reorganizing my video game shelf a few weeks ago because i got a new shelf so uh-huh. I sent like Faye and Nyreen a picture of just like all of my Game Boy Advance games laid out. And I mm. like I didn't say anything. And then Faye immediately noticed that I have multiple <laughs> hard copies of Pokemon ROM hacks <laughs> like on Game Boy Advance cartridges and was like, um <laughs> Like I didn't I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know like counterfeit Game Boy Advance or Game Boy cartridges were a thing. That's until, so cool. like, I was really into school. eBay for a bit there. <laughs> I would get like and th- that was one I think my parents only let me do it like the one time 
unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like, I would like search like Pokemon ROM hack lot, like a lot on <laughs> uh-huh. eBay. And I just bought one and it came with like four games. And they're so bootleg. I actually need to check if any of the cartridges still work. <laughs> oh, I really, I really want to check that. I'm gonna have to check that tonight. <laughs> Sounds cool. <laughs> it's, I had like Pokemon like Quartz version or whatever, just like on <laughs> on a cartridge. And then after that, I just got into um, cartridges that can play many games mm-hmm. instead. <laughs> we'll not elaborate on that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to. Uh... We had to deal with some of that when I worked at the game store. Um, people would come in with cartridges, and for some of them, you know, it's like we can't give you a ton. But other ones, we had to have people like validate that they were real. And so, like our manager, I remember somebody came in with like a Final Fantasy game um, and was doing the trade in, and he happened to like be there, and he was like, "Oh, do you mind if I see that real quick?" He's like, "Yeah, we can't buy this. Like, this is fake." Good luck getting rid of it, though. <laughs> uh, so I know that, like, I know some people can tell because, you know, certain games had, like, internal batteries to manage, like, clocks and stuff. Um, mm. But, like, I, I could never tell unless it was, like, a translucent thing and I was, like, obsessed with the game. That, that concept seems wild to me. I didn't think it was a thing until, you know, people were able to download games onto their phone or computer that they were making these edits to the games and then modding them i definitely ended up with like a fake version of a game once and like from a GameStop, and it was like super depressing because it was like it was fire emblem again and i had the most tragic story with my first like fire emblem like my favorite game where like i was in the middle of it and i was in like the third grade and then like I pressed something wrong in that way that can happen when you're a kid and deleted my <laughs> saved file. Oh no. And like, so there was a lot of crying and I obviously did not want to touch the game again for a long time. Cause it's like losing your save data in a game you've been playing for like days. is like, mm. you're like, maybe I'll never think about this again. Um, and then I lost it eventually. And like years later, I'd, I'd been looking for it. I found it used at like a GameStop and it was fake. And then oh, it took oh, me no. years again to, and then I finally, um, just played and beat it on my like computer eventually because I was like I can't keep looking for this game <laughs> I just want to beat it please it's like my favorite game so yeah one time I got in trouble because uh, <laughs> this kid named Logan lent me his copy of uh, Pokemon Silver and it was like close to the end of the school year um, and he was like, yeah, you can just, you know, give it back whenever. <laughs> and so like, I didn't. And then <laughs> I think we had one of those like, you know, childhood friendship ending arguments where it's just like, well, I'm not going to talk to you. And, and then the school year ended. So, you know, I still have this Pokemon game that I'm playing at home. Uh, my mom comes back from, uh, from getting her haircut done. And she's like, do you have a, a, a copy of Pokemon Silver? <laughs> I was like, yeah, why? And she said, my hairdresser had some very interesting words for me today, and you need to give that back now. <laughs> She's like, I was so embarrassed. I'm trying to get a haircut. And this woman oh. starts lecturing me because her shitty kid <laughs> missed yeah. his copy of Pokemon. Oh, my God. That's if you're just... listening, Logan, I still remember. <laughs> <laughs> Logan. I definitely did have a, a version of Pokemon that, like, 
for whatever reason, every time you started up the game, it would delete the save file. Um, oh, God. So I do remember, <laughs> like, desperately playing for several hours <laughs> and, like, trying to swap over the batteries before it could die just so I could, you know, make progress and stuff. That's the most, like, Indiana Jones I've ever felt. <laughs> and just, like, swapping the batteries out before the thing can die. Wow, we really went through it with games, huh? Right. <laughs> it, was, it was rough. It was rough. We had to walk five miles in the snow uphill back and forth just to just to turn up the volume on our games. <laughs> Little volume wheel. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I got really lucky with my games, like, cause, um, especially like with silver and gold, because at the time, like when they came out, my parents couldn't afford them. Uh, mm. but somehow, so my mom used to work at a hotel, so she was a house, uh, she was a housekeeper and I guess someone like left their, like two copies of silver and gold in that hotel oh. room. <laughs> so what? I got really lucky. Yeah. I, I'm like looking at packaging and everything right now. Cause we were talking about packaging and I just remembered like this, like the way, like I got, like my mom came home from work one day and like, she just handed me like. Two copies of silver and gold, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I feel sorry really for that sweet. kid. Who, like, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. For but them. like, I got lucky. Sucks to suck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, probably had to probably had their parent call the hotel and be like, "Can you check the room like one more time?" Like, right. We can come back. <laughs> no, we're actually outside the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, nothing in there. Bye. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. We we were talking about like some of our favorite games. Did y'all have any just like not even super good games, but really weird ones that you couldn't stop playing? Ooh, yeah. Let me oh my God. get the full name. It was the Rocket Power one. Is the one that I talked about earlier? Okay, okay. Which is like a Tony Hawk ripoff, kind of. I don't like. I, it was just full of like mini games. Like <laughs> I don't oh, okay, remember. Okay. <laughs> let me see. Uh, it was for. Oh, the Game Boy Advance. Or no, the Game Boy Color. Yeah, it was just full of, like a bunch of like mini games. I don't know, like <laughs> I just I remember playing it like for weeks and like months even. Like but I <laughs> don't remember like the whole premise of it. I'm gonna send y'all some like screenshots. This is a tangent <laughs> that uh <laughs> uh that is just like flashing into my brain right now um do y'all <laughs> did you own any of the game boy advance like video players that had like episodes of the fairly odd parents or pokemon oh, i had or... one i'm like vaguely remember those. i was obsessed with those and like i could never justify getting it because i would you know you couldn't pick which episode, so you'd have to like hope it was one of the good ones. Uh-huh. Now my brain is like spiraling thinking about video clips. Oh my god! My cousin had one of those. That was like a, it was like a portable CD player with a very tiny like one inch screen, um, and it played, <laughs> it played the most pixelated grayscale. Uh, she had the band geeks episode of spongebob i mean if you're gonna have one episode if you're gonna have one it's gonna be that one right remember us just like all sitting in the bed surrounded (laughs) this this tiny machine uh, and trying not to like bounce it too much so that it would skip or whatever my god i had um i didn't have that but i did have I, i do have um 
Final Fantasy Advent Children on Universal Media Disc for the PSP. (laughs) (laughs) I got it to like, when my family went to China when I was like 11, um, Mm. I got it for like the plane because it was like the longest plane flight. So my parents let us buy like a few like video games and stuff because, you know, we were 11 and 13 and had never been on a plane for that long. And Mm. I had Advent Children. I already had it on DVD, (laughs) but also got it on on PSP media disc <laughs> <laughs> there's there's something very powerful about like being a child and realizing you can just have a movie or TV show on the go like do I necessarily like Drillbit Taylor no but did I buy it for my iPod Nano you better fucking believe I did <laughs> god yeah that was that was so fun dude and now I guess it's, it's pretty normal to be able to have a video on the go right I know eventually it reached a point where we just like would not buy the UMDs at stores because we just had too many of them. We have too many copies of bench warmers. Please take it somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to buy this from us. Please do not try to sell it here. (laughs) I think some of the like weirder games that I I really enjoyed. I did actually have Shrek 2 because we had like a reading point system at my school where you could like redeem your points at the end of the year and get stuff Mm. and so i just put game boy advance game on one of mine because i had like the highest score in in the school um (laughs) the soft flags yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was wild because they got me like a like a camping tent and like what? two Game Boy games and yeah, I don't know how the school had budget for this. What, like, what really grade? Like, what grade were you in? When what? Uh, this was in, I think second grade. Probably. Wow. I think second grade. So yeah, Shrek Two for the Game Boy Advance is actually very good because you could play as the different characters. Like you could play as Shrek and Donkey and Puss in Boots. And I remember doing the boss fights on those. I had a Lilo and Stitch game that I was absolutely hooked on for the longest oh, time yeah. or you just had to rescue lilo from from oh gosh was gantu is that his name the giant i think so fish man i had a um actually my brother had it i stole it from him lord of the rings like the fellowship of the rings is weird like turn-based grid style uh, what that sounds awesome rpg <laughs> And it would always, like, the game would freeze every time you got to, like, a, sar- a certain point of it. And there was just, like, no progressing. <laughs> so I remember, like, trying very desperately to, like, get to that point over and over again and hope that it saved uh, and would let me continue. And it was just, there was no dice. It's wild that stamina that kids have to, like, <laughs> know they're never going to finish something. Like, like, me with my, like, only having volume, like, one and two of Tokyo Mew Mew as a kid and just like reading them over and over and over again, just like content that I would never know how it ended. (laughs) Like like, these are the ones that I bought at like Forbidden Planet. So I'm just gonna read them like 50 times. (laughs) The Game Boy was actually where I got introduced to Kingdom Hearts for the first time too, because they had Chain of Memories. I love Chain of Memories. I never played, but I see all people play it. And my cousin had it and he was visiting and so he let me play it for a little bit and I had like no clue what was going on, but Well that's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it Chain of Memories? Yeah, the one with the cards. 
Yeah, it's the card yeah. based one. The one that ruins super... your L and R buttons because you just mashed them for the entire game. Yeah, I, I was super into Yu-Gi-Oh at the time. So I was like, I can figure this out. Like, no problem. And then it started. he started me off like in the middle of the game. And I was just like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do about this. I had um, SpongeBob Lost Spatula on Game Boy Color <laughs> that I was really into and never beat because it was too hard for me. But like... I don't know why I had it, where it's from. It's like a Game Boy Color cartridge with no sticker on it, too. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, my most vivid memory of it, and, like, this is slightly dark, but, like, not really. But, like, when my my grandma died when I was younger, and we we were sitting Shiva, it's, like, it's a Jewish thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But, so, we spent, like, a, a week basically spending hours of every day for a week, like, in my, my grandma's apartment. And while the adults were in the front room, like doing actual kind of Shiva stuff and like talking and sitting around, um, all the kids were just like be in their old bedroom, like watching TV and like trying to behave and stuff. And I just like had that game with me during it for whatever reason. And like all of us were trying to play it. And like it was very, it was a very hard children's game. <laughs> but I still, I'm still bad at it. <laughs> the port they did for PS2 and later. Uh, consoles helped a lot i feel like with that one that was battle for bikini bottom right did they do lost spatula in more than one system wait which one am i thinking of uh i don't know if lost spatula ever really saw the light of day after the game boy color (laughs) (laughs) i might be confusing it with like like one of those direct like plug and play things for the oh my god those here here's a a screenshot from lost spatula (laughs) (laughs) cursed spongebob everybody all i want is krabby patty (laughs) the chumbuck looks like something somebody made in like mario paint that's wild (laughs) this is what games looked like guys we played these (laughs) i i love that i want this game (laughs) honestly iconic <laughs> Sorry, the drum bucket one. All I want is Krabby Patty. <laughs> and when you when you got hurt, like his lives were measured in like he'd have his clothes, and if you got hurt once, he'd just be in his stupid little underwear. <laughs> and then if you got hurt again, he'd die. <laughs> so no yeah. naked SpongeBob for the purse. Yeah. But oh wait, actually, I, mean, I lied. What? I lied. There is naked SpongeBob. Here you go. Please. <laughs> Why does it look like Doodle Bob? <laughs> Life imitates art. Imitates art. I don't. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so clearly, I had great taste in games. Uh, I love that. I, I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> it's right. never too late to play SpongeBob SquarePants Lost Spatula in the Game Boy Color. <laughs> How much is that one on eBay? Like 500 bucks? Oh my god, right? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> it's really not worth anything, I think. That's not how you do it. Oh, wait, no, it's like literally $6. <laughs> it's not a good game. It's, no one wants it. Oh, my God, yeah, it's, liter- it's literally $6 on eBay. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, my God, this person's selling it for two fifty. dollars $2.50. I buy that. I was like, why were we playing it? It literally came out in 2001, and my my grandma died when I was in, like, middle school, so mm. I don't know why this is what I brought 
because because I was in first grade when this game came out, so I don't really know what's going on there. Um, but clearly a great game. <laughs> Someone's selling for seventy five with a box still intact. <laughs> Very tempting. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't stop saying this. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm also looking at the nude SpongeBob. I'm sorry, I made this about SpongeBob. I hate, Smash. I hate how he's looking at me. <laughs> he's embarrassed. <laughs> Ed, did you get into the the DS as much as the Game Boy, or did you have kind of like a a falling off point? Yeah, I remember this one. So yeah, I got this one. My brother actually gifted this one for Christmas. Uh, I got the silver one. And then I forgot. I think I accidentally charged it with my um, my SP charger. And like the touchscreen ended up breaking. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, like uh, it was brand new too. It was like probably like a month or something like around that time when I broke it. And uh, at, at the time, like that blue one had just come out. And so, like, mm-hmm. I so they thankfully they let me trade it in, uh, and I ended up getting the blue one. But I'm trying to remember like what games I played for this one. I know when I got my DS Lite, I had the uh, Wario Paint one where he's like a, a jewel thief. Mm-hmm. I feel like my cousins always got like consoles and games first, so a lot of stuff that I would play would be like after they got bored with it. So I know my cousin was super into the sims on their ds um the one that's like i think it takes place in a desert and you're managing a hotel or something like that uh and your people can get abducted by aliens classic i used to play a lot of like i'm looking at the covers i remember having like the new super mario bros like uh what else i think this is this is like around the time where i stopped like playing because i I was like in that age was like i'm too old for video games i remember pokemon diamond being my last pokemon game for a Mm -hmm. while and then just never playing uh my consoles again and i think at that point i had switched to like the playstation or something because that was cool but i was playing like uh, the fairly odd parents breaking the rule. <laughs> I'm too old uh-huh. for the Game yes. Boy. Plays fairly odd parents on PlayStation. <laughs> if it's on PlayStation, that means it's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's for it's for big kids. God, y'all don't know how much I love the DS and the entire DS you family. Love, please tell tell me it's all like my about entire your life. Yeah. No, I mean I'm just like right now. I'm literally like laying out a bunch of my DS cartridges on my desk to like look at them. I have um. <laughs> I have my DS Lite in my lap, my original one actually. Well, I had the DS, DS Lite, and then of course like 3DS, 2DS, 3DS XL, new 3DS XL, and new 2DS XL, because I have a problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's all, all my allowance for my entire childhood. I don't know. I just like I think this is what I played the most because like I remember Diamond and Pearl coming out, and I was like decorating my sixth grade like art sketchbook for art class with like with pictures I printed out straight from Serebii mm-hmm. like waiting for them to come out uh-huh. and middle school is when I started commuting like uh, just like with my brother and then the 8th grade I just commuted to school alone so I just spent like every single commute back and forth and my commute was like 30 to 40 minutes a day because mm-hmm. I lived like 200 blocks away from my school like just playing DS so like my favorite game of all time is Chrono Trigger, which I played on the DS. Mm-hmm. Um, best RPG ever. I played a lot of um, Elite Beat Agents. Do you guys know? Yeah, the, the, Elite it's Beat like the Ag- rhythm one. 
it, yeah, it's like that, an Osu game, but that's the one where where the girl's dad dies and and you have to like perform a Do song well to give her a, in life after <laughs> to get her I a literally, teddy bear or else she's just sad on Christmas Day. No, dude, you make her like the ghost of her father come and say goodbye to her one last time as a Christmas <laughs> present. It actually <laughs> makes me cry. I was at my friend's bachelorette party literally like two days ago and we were doing karaoke and somebody put on um, like, you know, that song, Do You Believe in Life After Love? And like, I was actually getting emotional and like, I didn't want to say anything, but because it was because of a, a rhythm game, <laughs> a goofy rhythm game on the on the DS that I played every single commute for like three years or something. Um, <laughs> yes, that is, on, that is in there. <laughs> the only downside to the DS was just that, and, and the Wii, honestly, was that there was so much shovelware that it was hard to find like really good games and not feel like you were getting ripped off. Especially mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I wasn't making money. So like if I got uh, Spot the Difference version seven, <laughs> like I couldn't, oh, no. I couldn't be like, this game sucks. Like, please take it back. But yeah, there's just, I don't, I don't know what it was. Because I, I definitely had a falling off point from handheld stuff. And then I don't think I really got back into it until, until I bought my 2DS, like, after college and then the switch came around and it was like the only thing i was playing for a while man no like i think my brother and i were pretty lucky because not only did we take our games like very seriously but like our parents kind of understood that they shouldn't be the ones buying us Mm -hmm. our games you know what i mean like like for a present it wouldn't be like oh i went to gamestop Mm -hmm. and bought you some random game i thought you'd like it was like for Christmas, like, we're gonna either you asked us for a specific game and we got it for you, or like, we're gonna go to GameStop mm-hmm. together and you can each pick out one game. So, like, we only bought games we wanted. So, like, the games I'm looking at right now, I don't think I have like actually any shitty DS games somehow. <laughs> so, maybe that's also part of why I liked it so much because I've just got like Ace Attorney, Digimon World, Pokemon, Touch Detective, There's some solid hits Professor there, Layton, sure. Kirby, right? Like I'm looking at my games now, like for my DS. Like some of these I don't even remember <laughs> playing. Like I have Mario Hoops three on three. Oh my uh, god! I remember playing Mario Kart. Oh my DS god! A yes. Like I said earlier. Uh huh. Oh, Super that Mario was a Bros. great game. Favorite, but like, then I get. I think I'm pretty sure these are like my little brothers that I just took because I want them for like a collection. <laughs> but like Diddy Kong Racing, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> and need for speed like i literally have nothing for like recollection of playing <laughs> oh my god i think i had need for speed carbon on game boy advance and then apparently i also had shrek 2 for the oh. game boy advance so I just <laughs> how could you forget such a game i know fiona <laughs> <laughs> such a baddie it's because you can't play as her that's why <laughs> I was so busy with Cosmo and Wanda on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> You're too busy being cool. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to get the the analog pocket. Oh my god, yeah. Because that seems so cool. I remember I had a friend uh, growing up who had the little Game Boy adapter for his GameCube. And so, you know, you could play it on the TV that way. And now you can do it with a new console. And it's like HD and super fancy. Mm-hmm. I really want one. I don't know if I'll ever get one. I don't know what the the wait list looks like for that at this point. 
yeah, it's it's it just feels not possible. Probably a little more difficult than getting a Steam Deck right now since they're like an independent company. Yeah, I don't know. The Steam Deck, I like, you know, I signed up for the pre-order list like when it first released and just like kind of waited and eventually got it. <laughs> I remember like logging off to Steam and seeing like, oh, your Steam Deck is right. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> I just, because one of my like, one of my community members in my Discord, like she, she's like the only person I know who got like basically the first or second wave of them. So she's just been like um, playing it and having a great time for a couple months now. And I've just been like, <laughs> give, give me, please. When is it my turn? Please. And now I'm like, I can't stop it. I'm like ruining my life because I can't put it down. So that's a nice feeling. I ended up getting, <laughs> yeah, I ended up getting like motion sickness playing it. And so I haven't played oh, no. it for like a week or two, but I was obsessed with it. Like when I first got it. That's funny because I feel like it gives me less motion sickness than playing on my PC or TV does. I think it's just like the game because I was playing. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard of Omno. There's this part where like you have to surf. Like, <laughs> so like I guess just the motion made me sick because I was like laying down. But yeah, that's. I've fair. really been enjoying the Steam Deck. Surprisingly, like it's not as heavy as I thought it would be. But I'll get back to it. Yeah, I'm definitely getting a little bit of a wrist workout holding mine. It's. It's like it's like holding like four switches at once, and I've got really really tiny pathetic wrists. <laughs> <laughs> after a while, uh, uh, after a couple like hours of playing Hades, I definitely have to like grab my wrist brace. Oh my yeah, I just had to just stop playing myself. Hades one day, which made me so sad. But like, it was killing me. <laughs> like, it was actually killing my body. <laughs> that game. <laughs> and I was just thinking because I was playing it on Switch, and now I'm enjoying my Steam Deck so much. I'm like, oh, maybe next time it's on sale, I'll like, get it get it on Steam, and I'll play on my Steam Deck. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's just gonna hurt more. <laughs> like, please don't do that to yourself. I don't know. I've heard such good things about the Steam Deck so far. I've even seen someone, apparently you can do, um, you can download an app to do remote play for your like PS4 or PS5. So you can play your PS4 or 5 games on your Steam Deck, like through the internet, which seems wild to me. It does like, it's it's like an extremely competent system. I'm really into it. It's, It's like got me excited about playing games in a way that I haven't been, I think, since like, honestly the portable system days like it's like a this like both like joy and addiction like i feel like i don't really get that as much <laughs> with like my pc and console games really because i just get like kind of bored and tired of sitting there but like with this i'm yeah. like i'm like oh i'm tired of sitting on the couch because my because my back hurts so let me just go lie in bed and play <laughs> instead <laughs> right, right it makes me want to play games that like i typically wouldn't play like on my PC, like for instance, like Horizon Zero is the game that like everyone's been like wanting me to play, and I'm like, mm, I don't think it's for me. <laughs> but like now that like I have access to it being portable, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll give it a chance. Right? So, I haven't like I've only been playing. What was I? I've only been playing Omno on my Steam Deck, um, just because again I have a very like weird like taste in games, and so like I'm really picky. So I don't know. It, it gets me excited because like. It, it makes me want to play any any game that's available. So maybe I'm going to become an actual gamer one day. <laughs> My God, we won't have to edit it to make it sound like you're a gamer. Right. <laughs> that is the other like super nice thing about portable systems, um, especially now. I know I was talking about like being laser focused when I was a kid, but the thing that's nice about it is that now I can 
multitask with stuff. Um, so, you know, I can have a TV show or a movie going in the background if I want to play on my Switch. Or like, I saw this on Twitter the other day and I was like, yes, this thing exactly. Uh, if y'all heard about like separate play. So the idea is like you're hanging out with somebody in the same room, but you're not necessarily like engaging in activities together, which is very nice. Like I still get that sense of like quality time and bonding, even if we're not like, you know, directly talking or playing the same game or whatever. Like that part is super nice. I, I love, I love parallel play. It was like mm-hmm. my entire, like, mm-hmm. like growing up, like it was like my, my main way of hanging out with friends. And also even in college, a main way of hanging out with friends. It's just like my favorite. I'm also very excited to get the Persona games coming to Switch finally, because that was a whole era of like PSP that I just like did not get into. And I know people rave about uh, Persona 4 Golden. It's so fun. That was my first, that was my first Persona. There's some things that are dated about it, but it's like a phenomenal game. And I I love it a lot. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) What do y'all think the future of handheld games will be? Oh, it's interesting because it's like, like we're talking about like how, you know, like the kind of, I guess the modern ones right now, handheld systems are the Switch and the, and the Steam Deck, which are like, you know, they're not the most portable things ever. The Steam Deck is pretty massive. Um, yeah. But like, and you still get the like, you can take it on a plane with you. You can play it on your couch, like that kind of whatever. Um, but like... There's still like less of the the charm of the games in that way. Like they don't, you know. I'm like I'm playing a game that I'm loving, but it's like a it's not a portable game. I'm just playing it portably. Mm. Right. So it right. feels almost like portable games are are dead. But then also there's all these possibilities for them. Like it's it's more about the hardware and like showcasing what each individual console can do yeah and i I almost feel like the limitations of the portable systems part of what made those games so special like there's plenty of like indie games like inspired by those games because that's what all like these developers grew up on like with the pixel graphics and like the smaller scale so i've been hoping that like playing some of those on steam deck will give me the feel of like Mm -hmm. you know a pc game that almost feels like a portable game but finally playing it portably it'll like kind of give me that feeling again of like portable games from when we were younger Mm -hmm. oh yeah like playing shovel knight or you know any of the shantae games like kicks ass for that reason yeah they feel very good on a portable system and we didn't even we didn't even get into it but i guess you could classify like mobile games oh i play play a lot of mobile games (laughs) in that same field my only problem with that is that like i am never going to pay for <laughs> pay for a game in the app store um and so like most of the stuff that i get is free to play and then it becomes a battle of like whether or not i will do like the in-game currency or whatever mm-hmm. which i'm not i'm not bad about now i'm very good about not spending money on those games but you know when i was in high school or you know my first couple years of university i maybe spent too much on like marvel contest of champions oh that's a bad one now. too <laughs> yeah. that one was rough <laughs> I understand though. I um, I I play. I've been playing gotcha games a lot for like the past few years, and they're kind of dangerous. <laughs> I, I'm definitely a dolphin in some games, which is less than being a whale. It just means I spend a slightly irresponsible <laughs> amount of money in them instead of a very irresponsible right. amount of money. In them. <laughs> no, I've stopped spending money on Pokemon Go, so I'm good. <laughs> 
what do you, what point. is there even oh to God. spend money on in that game? <laughs> you gotta buy if you don't <laughs> have a lot of Poke Stops, you have to like buy the Pokeballs, and then you gotta expand your storage Aww. so you can carry more Pokemon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you want to customize your character and get cool outfits, like yeah, I want the little goth outfit. That's pretty cool. How much is that? Like five bucks? Yeah, I guess I can fork over five bucks. It's just the one time, right? <laughs> It's not just the one time. Oh, do you want to participate in this exclusive event? That'll be 10 bucks. Or you can try to keep your Pokemon in a gym for multiple weeks and only get 50 coins at a time. <laughs> Anyways, hi. You sound jaded. Uh, you sound a little jaded there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad system. I know why they do it, but it's bad. Yeah, that's a little... I just, I just remember why I stopped playing. <laughs> it's because I live in the middle of nowhere, so I remember having to pay for, like, Pokeballs and stuff. That's so shitty. When, when Pokemon Go came out, I was working at a summer camp, so we had, like, two or three monuments at the camp that were Pokestops and, like, uh -huh. one that was a gym. During the week, there was just, like, nothing to do except catch the same, like, Pidgey and... and <laughs> And then Rattata. It was right. it was abysmal. And then and then you would see like uh somehow somebody had like a level fifty like uh a <laughs> pincer or something. It's like how did you even get what? <laughs> like we're we're on the same grounds and playing the same amount of time. Like how did you do this? Uh, but that's okay because uh I was one of the cool staff who got to ride around in a golf cart, so I got to hatch eggs faster. Oh nice. Ooh, nice. <laughs> How you do it? <laughs> Although you'd have to monitor it because if you started going too fast, it would do the like, "Are you in a car?" Uh, so we would have to. <laughs> you just start slowing down. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to go at like half speed, like creeping around the golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I have much else to add about about the topic other than like you know there are so many weird games and so many like licensed titles that i am very grateful for having played <laughs> oh yeah right like aladdin on the game boy color that was a bad one that's a bad game <laughs> <laughs> i have um oh my god like cheetah girls on the game boy advance <laughs> oh my god i'm jealous <laughs> it's, it's like hilariously bad <laughs> Do you have the Lizzie McGuire? One? I don't, which you know what? If if um if my girlfriend knew that that was a game and that I didn't have it, they'd be very upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have Cheetah Girls because it was like back like when GameStop was in like a couple phases of GameStop ago before it was like whatever is right. going on right now. Um they like would have the case of all the used Game Boy Advance games. And at my local GameStop, this one copy of the Cheetah Girls was just there for like years. So one year for my birthday, my friend got it for me and was like, and he just sat there and he was like, okay, now play it. Play it right now while I watch it. And I was like, no, please don't make me. They don't make them like that anymore. I'm going to go look for it now. <laughs> I, I have it. like a whole list of, of DS games that Cody has recommended to me. Um which I got to hop on acquiring before they close the market in March. Oh God, yeah. There's there's some, oh my God. If anyone ever wants to talk about any of the DS family, which I know is like part of what we were doing now, but just like any, oh my God, I love the DS so much. <laughs> I'm, I have so many of them and 
They're my babies. We're going to have a just a special episode that's going to be titled like Cody's monologue. <laughs> and it'll just be like two and a half hours of unedited, like just pure passion from Cody. Just going to like have all my like games and systems in front of me and just like ramble about them stream of consciousness. Like, <laughs> oh man, I remember Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland was my first action in quotes game that I was brave enough to play because I was too scared to play <laughs> anything other than Animal Crossing as a kid. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's funny that we have all like without prompt have gathered our handheld consoles <laughs> and titles and like have them splayed just, out like, in front of stro- us. Stroking my <laughs> DS light. <laughs> Just as a point of <laughs> reference, like that, that makes me very happy. They're, they're very comforting. They are. Did y'all have any final talking points that you wanted to hit? Talking about like all these games, I've been like going on eBay and wanting like all the poke. Oh my God, I just saw the cheating girls on. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's really bad. But, like, and they- <laughs> I want the cheetah girls. <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me want to like collect the other games that i had as a kid that i lost like okay so like i've been for for months now i i saw it started with tiktok it was this person who ended up uh creating like these uh 3d printed uh cassette inserts for your game boy uh cartridges and he ended up printing or making like these like uh pokemon yellow gold silver cassettes and like inside it is the game cartridge and i was like <laughs> i want that for my collection <laughs> so just like i'm like going through ebay and like etsy just seeing like what people are selling now like i'm spending i'm spending money after that. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly um it can be kind of hit or miss um but if you go to shop goodwill it's like it's like ebay but it's goodwill so like you can uh-huh. bid on stuff Sometimes they'll have games and titles there for like super cheap and they'll do like lots. So you could get like a set of like five Game Boys or DSs or whatever. Like, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really. That's awesome. I had no idea. It's very dangerous. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I had to stop myself from, uh, (laughs) I I put a bid on a Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3 and it was sitting at 50 bucks. And I was like, oh, God, I hope somebody outbids me. Like, I can't be doing this right now. <laughs> and then and then I got the email notification. And I was like, but what if? <laughs> but, but what if I threw one more dollar there? Okay. This is cool. Y'all, for $25, <laughs> you can get 12 copies of, of Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, this is so dangerous. You should have you should have waited until after I got married to tell me about right. this. <laughs> oh. oh. I'm like just scrolling through it now. Me too. You girls. <laughs> everyone know what was everyone gets their own copy <laughs> of SpongeBob Lost Bachelor and report back to me. <laughs> <laughs> this has been super fun. Thank you again, Ed, for talking with us like i had so much yeah fun thank you this little like memory road trip <laughs> yeah thanks for having me i had a lot of fun too i'm like so red from like my embarrassing stories <laughs> <of>, like <laughs> this suitcase <laughs> my little metal briefcase that i wanted like at 10 years old <laughs> i love it we'll have to like post that to our twitter or something <laughs> put, put you on full blast immediately <laughs> no yeah but yeah seriously thanks y'all i had a lot of fun just talking about video games and 
so yeah, fun. It's all, it's all good. Do you have anything that you want to plug before we close out? Um, uh, uh, just that uh, I stream on Twitch. I play a lot of <laughs> Dead by Daylight. I was gonna say I play a lot of cool games, but I literally only play, like Dead by Daylight. <laughs> I at one point used to be like a variety streamer where I play like a bunch of like indie games and like uh-huh. Dead by Daylight. But like now nah, I've just been hooked on DVD and Fortnite, and <laughs> yeah, that's really it. You can follow me on Twitch or if you like K-pop. Follow me on YouTube or TikTok. It's all at I Geeked Out. Yeah, do that. That <laughs> is wonderful. And I love seeing your reactions. I love when you do the, uh, it's not even unboxings. You just like go through your cool collection of like records oh, and yeah. CDs and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I spend a lot of money on like CDs and records and video games. It's so bad. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I do want to. I just want to talk to you about K-pop now, but that is not relevant to this podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, let's do it. I, um, I'm very into K-pop. <laughs> I can. Um, okay, and to close us out, we always come up with a catchphrase. Uh, so, Ed, would you like to do the honors? What's the last thing that people are going to hear? Oh God! <laughs> uh, wait, wait. What do we do? Just we've never done a good job at it. Don't worry. Just any catchphrase, <laughs> just off the top of your head. My catchphrase, I'm going back to the Cheetah Girls. You gotta strut like you mean. <laughs> 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 Beautiful. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, cuties. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you liked this episode of RK Cuties, be sure to let us know by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, and leaving a suggestion for future episodes. Make sure to follow us on our social media to stay up to date with our content. We appreciate all of the love and support. Until next time, bye cuties! Bye.